Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I am one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. She next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. I was going to say, do you, do you believe that you've said that 250 times? But we didn't, didn't actually, yeah, we didn't let you start doing that until like much deeper into this podcast yeah, history because sucking. we didn't trust you. Well, no, you started sucking. And well, I, I started introing shit. I had to pick up the slack, is what it was. You've never picked up any slack of mine. Ever. That's a lie. Bold-faced lie. Bold-faced lie. I don't slack. How much did you want to cringe from hitting yourself in the chest that hard? <laughs> it is June 24th. Fifth. Fifth. And it wasn't work today. Leave me alone. Doesn't matter. Just don't know what day it is. I don't know. I know it's Tuesday. It says it on your phone that it's the 25th. Maybe I didn't go to that page. What? My calendar is on one page, and then all my other stuff's on another page. It doesn't page, show you the date when it shows you the time? I think that's a lie. Lock your phone. Unlock it. I told it you. It's June 25th. It's right there, Samantha. <laughs> Come on. Well, Welcome to episode 250. 250 episodes. quarter of a thousand. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. We've done this 250 times. Yeah. It would have been more if we hadn't condensed some of our episodes together. Watch more than 250 movies. Yes. But we've, you know, done sequels of things. And we're yawning like always. (laughs) One thing that hasn't changed. If you're jumping on board at 250. We yawn a lot. (laughs) Because we're tired. We have a child. And we work. But every week, we sit on our couch. We talk about a random movie we've watched. And we talk about our lives, and we have fun, we argue, and it's been a lot of fun. It is. We've done this. It's basically also our five years anniversary. Well, when we've done this, hold on, let me look exactly. How wonderful. The first time we watched... it was July watched, that we watched a movie, actually. Uh, the card is so old, you can't even tell anymore. Let me see. It is... Oh, the corner is gone. I think it was July 31st. Yeah, you're right. It's in July. We should redo that card. No, no, these cards are staying with us forever. Look at how, like, we don't do anything with these, and they're all yeah, like stained. Yeah, you rewrote it. And... Look, 73114. Oh, I did, yeah. So, yeah, so never mind. Hey, 73114. Almost five years. Don't get so excited. Years. Been a nice run, huh? Yeah, I think we're done. <laughs> no, we got a lot more left in the tank. God knows we have plenty of movies to watch. Um, I know you're. I know you're not gonna let this off the hook. So two fifty is over. So our bet is officially, even though I conceded two weeks ago. Because you're complete. a fucking cheater. You are a cheater. If you haven't listened to the episode and you want to know what we're talking about, 
From episode 200 to episode 250, we had a bet going. Whoever fucks up reading the back of boxes um, on the podcast the most loses. And the winner gets to choose a film series of their choice um, to put into the queue. And it's been neck and neck. It's been really close. I've read way more boxes than Mullet. But regardless, uh, we were kind of tied up there. And then he fucking cheated. And Googled the name of the girl Ali from... Cavallo. I'm sorry, what's her name? I fucked it up there. The girl from Moana, when he had to read it, it was one of his last boxes, and cheated about it, and then told me. It's not even like you... I mean, you probably could have gotten away with it. You probably could have. Too bad a, you have to read this box. You're going to fuck all these names up. I had a guilty conscience. Hey, hey, hey. I had a guilty conscience. I was losing it. It was unfair. We didn't plan it out appropriately from even box reading. So, yes, yeah, so you win. That's the so way the cookie crumbled. You we lost. were watching Beverly Hills Chihuahua 1 through 3. Yes, we will. Sometime in the near future. Friend of the show, Augie Artillas, is going to be here soon. Maybe we'll watch it with him. No. <laughs> I'm not going to put anybody else through that. We still have a movie to watch with him anyway. Exactly. Uh, do you want to do something 251 through 300? Yeah, we can do 251. A different bet? Sure, sure. What were you thinking? I thought you had an idea for it. I didn't. I was thinking and I didn't come up with it. Well, way, I mean, we can, way we, to we be can, a letdown. We can just do it every 50. We can just do the back of the box and just make sure it's even from now on. All right, fine. We could do that. Just every just make sure that we plan it out appropriately. So from So from here on in... We're going to do every other movie. doesn't matter who drew it, who what. Well, no, because sometimes if we have series, there's multiple. That's fine. So like we'll, that. still, we'll still go every other. All right. Well, we got to keep it even. And then same bet. I'm not allowed to pick Child's Play, though. I'll be fair. So by the end of this... I read six more covers than you. So by the end of this podcast, we have to come up with a series that we're going to nominate for our next 50 episodes. Okay? Mm-hmm. Also, in the podcast, I'll unveil what episode 300 will be, because how we determine what our every 50 episode like anniversary oh, yeah, will be is whatever the highest rated IMDb movie is we do not own at the time of recording. We will buy and we will watch. As the case for today's episode, did we talk about Father's Day last week? Well, I think we must have. I think we did. I think we did, because we watched this last week. We watched this uh, June 17th and June 19th. Don't remember when we recorded Brick, but um, yeah, I think we did because we procured the Beverly Hills Chihuahua movies. Um, nothing else really going on. My parents were here, so that's why we're tired, and that's why we're the way that we are. Irritable. Irritable. Um, what did we do this weekend? Just were with them. Oh, we uh, we went to a uh, very fun costume party. We sure and, did. Uh, Friend of the show. Had a lot of fun. Tatiana, former Tatiana. guest on the show. We were uh, Mia and. Vincent from Pulp Fiction. Very good costume. Shout out to Meredith Movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's really it, right? Haven't gone to see anything. Hopefully in the next couple weeks, we're going to get it back out to the theaters and be able to talk to you about some stuff we saw. We're but hoping. besides that, I mean, let's just get into it, huh? I mean, it's an over three-hour movie with plenty to talk about. We sure do. <laughs> uh, let's see if we remember, because we had to watch it over the course of two days. And I feel like you fell asleep through an hour of the movie. No. Nah. You just fell asleep through a lot of it. I nah. actually I was gonna try to quiz you 
It was the highest rated movie on IMDb that we did not own at the time of episode 200. It is Seven Samurai, a film by Akira Kurosawa. Who is it by? Akira Kurosawa. I will read the box. Uh, The Criterion Collection, a continuing series of important classic and contemporary films, presents Seven Samurai, a film by Akira Kurosawa. (gasps) This doesn't count. This is still part of the original. I said 251 and 300. One of the most beloved movie epics of all time, Akira Kurosawa's Seven Samurai, or Shichinenenodo Samurai. I'm sorry, what? I'm not repeating anything, so you shut up. Tells the story of a 16th century village whose desperate inhabitants hire seven out-of-work warriors to protect them from invading bandits. This three-hour ride, featuring legendary actors Toshiro Mifume and Takashi Shimura, seamlessly weaves philosophy and entertainment, delicate human emotions, and relentless action into a rich, evocative, and unforgettable tale of courage and hope. Made 1954, 207 minutes, black and white, in Japanese with optional, which we opted into, English subtitles. The three to set, it's literally an intermission on the DVD. Yeah, there is. Act one and act two, and a a very impressive, uh, very impressive booklet here. My first note on this movie was, I have to read. Who the fuck besides my mother likes to go to the movies to read? My mom loves foreign films. My mom sure. is a part of this like foreign film cl- club, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, the first Tuesday of every month, she, she has a foreign film she goes to, and like they talk about it. Like you know, like somebody, the person who runs the theater, I think, comes and talks about the film and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. She loves going because she likes to read. I don't think there's there's nothing wrong with it. Like. I just, if you're that fucking lazy, I just that, it's hard for me to focus on the actions going on in the movie. It's hard to focus you on a movie in general. Yes. Because when we yes. sit here, you but always are like on your iPad playing fucking Candy Crush. It's not Candy or Crush. Or it looks like Candy Crush. It's not Candy Crush. Uh-huh. How many? You should go back and count how many episodes you get that wrong on. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't focus on reading it and the action. It's hard. Anyway. How do you feel about subtitles? That heat lightning just scared the shit I'm out not, of me. I'm not, like, the biggest fan of them, but I don't immediately have a negative connotation going into I didn't. Into the I movie. just said, oh, that sucks. Sure. That's all I said. It was a joke. Sorry that you have no sense of humor and you don't understand. Did you like the movie? Yeah. How could you not like the movie? It's a classic <laughs> movie. I hate you. It's a fucking classic. I, I mean, could I have done with it being an hour and a half? Yes, I think I would have enjoyed it much more. So you legitimately liked it? Yeah, I mean, it was fine. I am shocked that you legitimately it liked it. It was fine. I mean, I didn't love it. I will never watch this movie again. You barely got through it in two... We almost had to spend a third day watching this. Look... I was getting so mad at you. But, see, the thing that you forget is that I get up so early... And I have to take care of the family and the you house. You get up roughly an hour before me. And 75 to 80% of the time, I'm already awake because our daughter wakes up. That's not my fault. Or you're just so fucking loud. Or you've already started to wake me up. That it doesn't matter if I'm just laying in bed. Because it takes like three hours to wake you up. Not true at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really liked it. 
I thought it was very good. Um, exactly like you said, it doesn't need to be three Yeah, there was a lot of things long. that I could have cut out that I felt like were, f- like, okay. Some some things were like, uh, I didn't really need to know that or see There's that. There's some stuff that just takes way... Yeah, t- even it beyond, takes so long even to Even beyond, somewhere. like a couple like subplots that I didn't care for. Like there's just stretches where like, like when they're talking to the old man in the village when they first get there or even like beforehand when like before they even go to find the samurai, when like they're going to the village for the first time, the samurai in total, I'm like, like how about like a quick two minute montage of our travels? Like I don't even watch this in real fucking time. Just like the very beginning. I thought that was a prayer circle when they were hiding from the, from the, bandits from the bandits like that was excessively long excessively long i don't know I get what it, it is. i get that you're doing exposition and stuff but it was excessive so and then all the people freaking out and screaming i don't know what it is culturally about Maybe. specifically well not just with um japanese film but also i know bollywood is like that too like yeah, um, but Bollywood's got a lot of singing and dancing. It's a little different. Time sure, flows different. But even still, like uh, we have a local movie theater that like is contracted to play like two Bollywood movies like every like week. We do the West Oaks. Really? That's why we never go to West Oaks. We we never notice. But yeah, they always have two Bollywood movies. And like I looked every now and then to see like if there's a movie that's you know out of theater. Sometimes West Oaks gets it. I don't want to go over there to go see it, but I always look at the showtimes anyway, and I'll see, like, oh, yeah, they're not playing it because they're playing this movie, and I'm like, why the fuck is this movie three hours and six minutes? And it, I don't know what it is about, like, varying cultures and, like, their length of film, but those are, like, uh, Japanese and and Bollywood are the two that I've noted that are like, fuck it, whatever, like, we ain't editing shit. We filmed it, put it on screen. Really? Um, That's interesting. But I... I did. I really liked it. I, I think it's a fundamental story. And, yeah, and, of course. And, you know, there's so much that has come from this movie, the most notable being Magnificent Seven, or even just the the ragtag team thrown together to avenge whatever. Like, A Bug's yeah. Life Commissary. is based off of Seven, of Seven Samurai. You know what I mean? Like, well, it laid the groundwork for everything. Like, spoiler in- alert right now. Yeah. Bugs Life's probably going to get a higher score than Seven Samurai. I don't know. Um, I'm pretty sure. But there's a lot here. It's expertly put together. You figure this movie oh, was yeah. made 65 years it, ago. Incredible. It still looks pretty good. And there's so much there's purpose. There's no CGI. There's, there's so much purpose in every shot. The way everything is framed. The way that it is pieced together. Is great. There's a lot of poignancy to it. Um, a lot of stillness. They play a lot with the stillness, mm-hmm. and then the bandits running in, or the people going into a frenzy and stuff like that, which I thought was really well done as well. Yeah, uh, there's oh, no doubt. Hurt. There's no doubt that everybody emotes very well. Excuse me, I need um, to That's empty. Uh, you can go get your own goddamn drink. I can't. Can you get one for me? Why? No. I don't want to have to edit. So I will continue to talk because I'm more entertaining and I can continue to speak as opposed to me getting up and going to get a drink. Do you know this is and a portable thing you could take it with you, right? No. What's the sense of that? What is the sense of that? To get up and bring it with me to get you a drink because that's riveting. I need that gnat 
refrigerator being open sound. Look, I'm still killing plenty of time just rattling off fucking nonsense that you would be sitting here just twiddling your toes, not being able to cover anything. Drink that Mountain Dew. Yeah, I'd love to say Thank you very much. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so... You're such a dick. You're like that. You're like that. What was that one's name? So, full disclosure, we're going to fuck up all the names here. The one that couldn't read. Kikichu. Yeah, you're Kikichu. Kikichu. Um, So, as I said... uh, I like how you knew exactly who I was talking about. I am. I, I am that. Look at me. I, I am already acting like him. I've already been called Charlie Day. That's true. Charlie Day is basically Kikichu. Um, like I said, no. everyone emotes. Overly sometimes. <laughs> Some of the extras were real extra. Not even all the extras. Just, just A lot of them. Just main characters. Again, Differences in culture, exactly, differences in, in language. Culture, they, well, but in that culture, you know, they're not meant to show emotion. You know, their upbringing is very different. You know, you know, I think people could tell from this podcast I'm very emotional. Don't have a problem crying or yelling or all all of that. You know, because I was never brought up to where I felt like I had to hide my emotions. And some people were, and that's okay. But I think that's why in some of these films it's overly done to express that because it's such a big deal in that that culture. Yeah. So... Um, I get it, but still. Yeah, it, it gets you know, it's like, slow to start. You slow know, to start. like you set up everything, yeah. and it takes forever to get there. That and weird then, dirty guy. Which weird dirty guy? The weird dirty guy. Oh, unibrow. <laughs> yeah, unibrow. Where were they staying? Like when they go there, like is that just is that like a sixteenth century? That's like homeless a Turkish, hotel. That's like a Turkish bath. Yeah, maybe I don't know. That guy was my original LVP. But yeah, then I was mine like, too. And I was like, I'm not gonna have any fucking idea. I have no idea what his name is. You can't I can't look it no, up. I, I couldn't. Weird well, I'm like, dirty guy? Unibrow dude from yeah. Seven Samurai? No, there's two other worse people that we'll get to. Um, but as soon as the samurai start becoming like... A team. A, like a team and like all that happens. Like so the thief scene, like when you first meet Kanbei, the, the lead samurai. And you see his poise and like how effective he is and helping and like this aura around them. It's great. And then you get into, like, the camaraderie and the spirit of all of them and how they all kind of have their different not their differences, but they are all different in their own way and, and they, come together. And right. then you throw this fucking wild card into the mix. Well, it's like a lot of, of those ensemble movies. You have people who play those roles, you know, like the quiet one, the childish one, the... Mm angry one. I mean, like, Coyote Ugly is the same way. Yes, I just compared Seven Samurai to Coyote Ugly. And that'll be a series wrap here on Married (laughs) with Movies, because no film scholar will ever take us seriously ever again. Who is the cast of Coyote Ugly? Tyra Banks. Exactly. Hey, she, she, she did some good stuff before she went on the, on all those drugs and ruined the finale of America's Got Talent. Who else? Uh, Piper, what's her name? Parabo. Piper Parabo. Uh-huh. Shout out to all you Covert Affairs fans. Uh, John Goodman. 
He's one of the dancers. No. <laughs> yes. See, I see the fuck out of that movie. Infinitely better movie. Um, Maria Bello. She's the owner of the bar. Is her Harry Bush in it? No. Damn it. Bridget uh, Manahan. Bridget Moynihan. Oh, uh, Tom Brady's baby daddy. Uh, uh, baby mama. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm. I thought you were going to say Bobby Moynihan's Bobby Moynihan's wife. No. Sister. No, Bobby Moynihan's married to a fucking... Mm-hmm. Honey baked ham. No. Isabella Miko. Don't know who that is. She's like some Russian sure. girl. Sure. And we, uh, we can stop talking about this now. I just wanted to M- Melanie Linsky. Don't know that's like. Um anyway. Yes, all these different personalities come together and create something beautiful. That's exactly the, the premise of Coyote Ugly. When we watch it we'll talk we'll reference this movie back to. We don't own Coyote Ugly. We don't. We don't. Uh, no. Not Sorry. yet. Sorry, we don't. Not yet. Um, and then, so the first hour and 40 minutes is all literally just setting up them just getting there. Yeah. And then they get there, and then you still spend about 20, 30 minutes with them, like, settling into the village, the villagers being, like, scared of them, them finally getting along with them, and then you have the strife of the fact that they've had to kill samurai or steal from samurai in the past, to and, survive. And then you have that guy cutting his daughter's hair. That whole love story situation. So if I want to get into the stuff I hated, the like the thing I hated I about this movie. I didn't think this movie needed a love story. The love story. I didn't think it needed it. Was so bad. And I normally don't say that. I'm normally all for the love story. It creates another facet of the characters. Yeah. And everything. But this movie really didn't need it. Didn't need it. It really took away from all. it. Really took away from it. And, like, the majority of the scenes are these drawn-out, like, rendezvous in the woods where they're just kind of, like, laying and rolling around with one another or giving each other really stupid fucking looks. Um, That's foreplay. Sure. I forgot you don't know what that is. What, looking at, like, looking at you with all my, like, wide eyes and weird mouth contortions is foreplay to you? Not to me. I just said in general. Yeah, I wrote, the girl boy stuff doesn't interest me at all. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you have a space between girl boy. I do, I do. Or a slash or something. No, I do, I do. Because um, otherwise. That stuff just, it just sucked the runtime further and further down a hole I didn't want to go into. And then all three of my LVP candidates were the three people that were involved in that story to me. I don't think it's just because of how disinterested I was in the story. I think it was because of reasons I'll get to later with each one of them individually mm-hmm. as to why that's like it just fed into why I didn't like it. Okay. Um, Is the first reason for it being the girl that you don't like women? No. She's she's not going to be it. She, she was fine Good. of the three. Good. Considering she's the only woman of note in this movie. Exactly. That's why I said that. Um, so then like the second half starts... And it's preparing like, like, for the battle. Yeah, and I'm like, I thought like literally, like, okay, cool. Hour and 40 minutes is down. We got another fucking hour and 40 to go. But now it should be like gangbusters, right? Like, part two, let's just start going. And then, nope, we still got another You're wrong. Like, half an hour. We got to draw all these circles. <laughs> draw. X's. Yep, we got to like like plan. Like, we got to talk about fencing. Climbing gotta, the trees. We got to plan some farmers Make out a and stuff. 
have it's, a scarecrow. It still starts slow, but then once battles start, then... Battle starts, it picks up. We pick up. I mean, that's usually how action movies tend to be. Sure. But, but not an hour and 40 minutes of exposition Normally of the movie's ending <laughs> when stuff is just starting to get good here. But then when stuff gets good here, then you get... Like, so obviously there's going to be, like, casualties, and, like, you've spent so much time with these people. Yeah, fucking that two and do, a half hours. Yeah, so you still do feel for them. Like, uh, the old dude, Yohei. Like, you see him from, Yo-hey. like, the very beginning. with that uh really With Rikichi, or whatever his name was. Rikiki. Um, I'm not too far off. Um, and, you're like, Kikichu is, like, seeing, like, this guy who he just lambasted this entire time, you know, but obviously had Cared a fondness for. for, and, like, you lose him. You lose Gorobe, and I'm like, no, not Gorobe. I, I liked like him. Gorobe. He had a good, like, was, like spirit about him. Right, same, very Same thing happy. with, like, uh, I don't know who the, I don't remember the name of the first samurai, but he was also, like, the second in command, essentially. Um, I was like, not him, come on. Um... And, yeah, and then before you know it, like, stuff just kind of picks up. You don't, another thing I didn't like was the fact, like, you didn't have, like, a primary villain. Like, all the bandits were unit. Like, you had a leader, but you didn't get to see. You didn't get any, like, discerning qualities, really. Yeah, like, so you actually made a comment before we started, right after we started, like, you were, like, trying to track who was who, because there were so many characters and whatnot. And it became pretty easy, but then not on the other side. Like, there wasn't yeah, any... Yeah, like, the main ones, I think they had enough differentiating features. Right. But also personalities. Like we said, you know, like, you had, like, the dumb one, the happy one, the leader. Like, you know, you had all those that had the different roles. But, yeah, on the bandit side, there were no discerning qualities. They didn't want to set them apart, really. hmm So it was hard. It was easier to tell apart, like, the dirty, hairy, unibrow guy and his buddies than the bandits. Um, and then before you know it, not before you know it, it's three hours in, but they win, but it takes a a massive toll in that you lose, I lost my, two of my three favorite characters, because Kikicho is obviously, like, the, not the main character, but he kind of is, he's the most layered character, he gets, like, the most different things. He has the biggest arc. Yeah, he has the biggest arc. He starts off as this reject earns his way in, is never fully accepted because yeah. of how crazy and right. drunk he is, but still has a heart, st- and st- but still makes these boneheaded decisions. Like, they wouldn't lose people if he didn't, like, have to fucking get into a dick-measuring contact- contest with Kyozo and try to go get another gun, and then they end up losing Yohei and others for that. Yohei! And then, uh... And then at the end, like, he finally... He's the one who, like slains the last bandit but it's at the cost of himself and then also Kyozo who's arguably the best samurai um so at the end you're just left with Kanbei and you're left with uh whoever that seven samurai was who was just a total throwaway the only thing he really did of note was he had that little monologue to Manzo about like why you who gives a fuck if your daughter's in love like fuck you be a man um, that's like the only thing of note I really yeah. remember him doing. I don't yeah. remember like how he got involved. I don't even with how he's... Did he pass? No, because I think he, him and Kambei knew each other beforehand, so I don't think he had to go through the samurai test that they were having Katsushino do. 
Like, like when they were walking through the door, if they sensed it and stuff. I don't remember him doing that. No, he was already in there. He was already in there. So I, they're just like, he just called him up on the phone and was like, hey, we're making a team. Come I on over. he was already in there. Um, so you're left with those two and you're left with fucking uh, New Boy. And then it's a pretty, like, sound, sad ending. Like, no, so the farmers... Not all stories are happy. But, like, the farmers win and it just, like, the samurai have done their job but they're yeah. left with... The guy who played Yohei was born in 1894. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, you're just left with the, the samurai, you know, mourning their losses and going off to whatever their next venture might be. They're not getting paid. They're getting paid in, in rice. rice. They're getting paid in rice. You know how pissed I'd be if I got paid in rice for anything ever? Oh, I mean. Depends on the rice. If it was yummy house rice, I'd be like, okay, what are we doing? This task? Fair. I'm not going to go fucking put tiles on a roof for rice. You couldn't do that for anything because you don't know how to do that. For enough money, I'd figure it out. But not for rice would I do it. Um, if you were starving, I think you would do it. But none of, so, so, so the, obviously there are other samurai. So what makes these samurai... Like, down and out on their luck. Like, there was never really... There like, wasn't a backstory. I think that's the difference between, like, a movie in 54 and, like, I'm sure, like, like The Magnificent Seven, like, now, that came out, like, two years ago with Denzel Washington and Chris Payne. Haven't seen it, but I'm guessing, like... I'm more so thinking of it being, like, Major League, and now I'm realizing the Major League is basically Seven Samurai. Yeah, where, yeah, like, yeah. Each guy has, like, a deficiency, right? Like, Tom Berenger's broken down. Willie Mays Hayes can't fucking, you know, hit, power hit. Serrano can't hit a curve. Rick Vaughn needs glasses. Like, you don't get... Like, nowadays, they would fill out these movies with right. these things. It's like, oh, well... And now they all Kishijiko's got irritable bowel syndrome. And now they all... they And in uh, Major League, they all came together, and they still didn't win the pennant. Look. That's all for this week's episode of... <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Do we... Uh, real quick, not to break here, but, like, the... You need an intermission. No, we Everyone go get your uh, your popcorn at home. Go uh, take a piss. Um, for our... Because remember, we're supposed to be thinking of a film franchise for any of this. It's something we don't own, right? No, I, I think well, it could be either way. Well, because for Beverly Hills Chihuahua and Child's Play, they were both things we didn't have. I, I think it could be either way. Okay. Just one that we haven't watched. Well, because now I'm debating on Major League. Oh, it is, it is well, a if it's one we own, then I think you know what franchise I'm going to put up. What are you going to put up? My favorite film franchise. You're putting up Harry Potter? I might, if that's what you make it. I mean, I guess it's fair that, you, like, we are, we're switching roles, and that last time I picked, like, a seven, now an eight film franchise, and you picked three. So if you get the big one, Harry Potter. Yeah, but it's not fair, because I'm going to win, and we're going to have to. No, you're not. Okay. No, you're not. All right. I'm not letting you win again. Okay. There's no way this sure. next go-around. Okay. You are winning. All right. Now I, now I want to pick something I don't want you to sit through. Okay. Anyway, was there anything else you particularly really liked or did not like about the movie? That we haven't already discussed. I think we touched on everything. I think we touched on okay. everything. So let's get into MVP. What about you? Um, I mean, I, I don't have a... I, I mean, I surprisingly don't have a lot of notes. Did you go through all your notes already? I'm sure you don't have many because you were asleep for half of it. But. I wasn't asleep for half of it. 
What was up with their hair? Yeah. <laughs> they all looked like they were getting uh, they were getting that surgery and get out. <laughs> they all looked... A lobotomy? They all looked like they were about to be lobotomized, yeah. I don't know, and I'm glad you brought that up. So they had, like... Is that what samurais get? Like, is that the hair shop for samurais? Like, I don't know, and I don't want to be offensive. Why? <laughs> so they basically, like, they have... Like chrome domes, but they still have like hair. They look like a big ass target. They look like. Never mind. What were you gonna say? I'm gonna say if your dad had a ponytail, <laughs> it looked like your dad. No, 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 no. Because I know what you're talking about. Like, I, I think a, a samurai. I do think of like the ponytail, but they still have hair. Like, at some point around their forehead. I don't think I've ever seen a samurai. In like, person? Well, yeah, why would you? No, without, like, yeah, like, I've never... With, with like, a Shogun helmet yeah, or something yeah, on? Yeah, like, they've always had their heads covered, I think. They all so. look like, like, Except weird, for, is that for, like, what's his name? Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise. <laughs> and the other guy, the best samurai. I can't say any of their names. I don't know their names. Kyozo. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't have that. He had all No, hair. that's why he was the good Beautiful samurai. hair, yeah. Well, and Kanbei was bald? Yeah, some of them were bald. But, well, all of them are bald. They just had hair surrounding their baldness, which was weird. <laughs> it was like, so, so like, imagine getting a bowl cut. But instead of worrying about the front, they, like, when the bowl goes on your head, the bowl has Velcro. <laughs> it just took what was underneath off. Is basically what everybody looked like. An inverted bowl cut. Yeah, there you go. And an inverted bowl cut. That's perfect. That's perfectly right. It was weird. Yeah, it was weird. That I'm was glad. my only other note. <laughs> Fair. Seemed appropriate. Fair. Uh, all right, so MVP and LVP. I kind of have my go, candidates go picked out. It. All right, so... Please don't put that on top of my drink. LVP, we already kind of started to discuss. <laughs> put it on the floor. This box is so big. <laughs> put it on the floor. Uh, I have two candidates. Uh, my candidates are the guy who played Manzo who was the father of Shino. Uh-huh. He just, from the moment that he was introduced... Why don't you put that cheese away? From the moment he I was introduced... I it was on the floor. No, it was on the chair the whole time. The chair? I was hiding it from Jillian. I'm the one that put that there. Why'd you put it there? So she didn't see the cheese on the table. But I would And then you cleaned the table and didn't see the cheese. But I didn't clean the chair. You... Oh, God. Manzo, uh was a part of, like, the group who, like, didn't want the samurai. And then he was worried about what they were going to do to his, his daughter. daughter. so he he cut her hair so she looked like a boy. But his reactions were just so... So... Overly... While we're in this little area. Not a theory. I tried to look this up, and I didn't see anything. Maybe it's in this big-ass book that's a part of this. But do you think... just? spitballing here, Kats, uh, Katsushiro, who was the, the young boy, if you will, like the the auditioning samurai, the one who like begged and begged and begged for Kanbei to be his master or whatnot. Was he some okay. kind? Yes. Because not only is he attracted to Shino when she's supposed to look like a boy, even though she's very obviously a girl, but he seemed to kind of profess this adoration for Kyozo. Um, and it kind of was a little bit over the top beyond just, like, his samurai skills. Look. Labels are for losers. Okay? Mm-hmm. 
Love is love is love is sure. love is love. That's not what I'm saying. He I'm can saying, be whoever he wants to be. Who am I to I'm judge saying, him and tell him if he's gay or not? Is that what we're supposed not? to infer? You can infer whatever or is it, you want. Or is it just us being You can fucking... infer whatever you want. Or you, I mean, does it make a difference no. in how you see the character? No, not at all. So I'm just trying to different? ask you how you inferred it, if you remember in between your snoozing. Nope. So you don't think so? Slept through all of it. <laughs> No, I, I mean, I think I think respect and adoration, I think it could be misconstrued as that because a lot of what they played, they overplayed. Mm-hmm. So I think it could be construed as, as maybe borderline on that. So if that's not the case, then he is my second LVP nominee because he made some really fucking bad facial expressions. He made really, yeah, yeah. And he also just... He never got out of that like lapdog kind of like and he and yeah. like a lot of the movie he was like like a sullen child like when he they said no you can't come or you have to stay here like his he just like got like a temper tantrum like Jillian gets and Jillian's two and a half so you know I just was like I oh, kind of lean more whatever. towards him because ultimately he's in the movie more and Manzo oh, God. Manzo for his like frantic and whatnot like. I guess that would be the, the depiction of a father back in that day not wanting his and daughter around all these. Like, if I was that, uh, yeah, I would be like, I wouldn't make Jillian a boy, but I'd be like, stay away from those samurais. They have long swords. If you know what I mean. Uh, so, yeah, so let's make it, let's make it uh, Katsushiro. Who uh, is it? His actor is Isao Kimura. Can you spell it? I S A O. And his last name is Kimura. K-I-M-U-R-A. Like the Kimura lock. K-I-M-U-R-A. Is that where uh, he got it from? Sure. Um, so they're, they're who I did not like. Um, others I did not, you know, care for. So Shichorijo. <laughs> that sucked. That was one of the, that was that samurai who survived who we like didn't know where he fucking came from. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Rikichi, uh, who was like the main, like the, like the young, no, the young villager who kind of like comes up with the idea and follows him. He's way too over the place. His wife was like a concubine. Um, and like when they were like going to take out this bandit's like cave, she was there. She ran back in, lit herself on fire for whatever reason. I know he was too kind of all over the place. I wasn't a big fan of him. Can you blame him? No, I'm just saying. Wasn't a big, wasn't, you know. Biggest fan of him. Uh, yeah, those are really the, the main ones. Um, MVP. To me, it's a clear cut. There is a strong number two. But who would you say the MVP is? I mean, I think that the one who, like we said before, had the biggest arc, mm-hmm. did a lot of work in there, is the guy who played Kiku Chiku. What's his name? Kikuchiyu. Kikuchiyu? Yeah, I agree. Um, and that's played by... Oh, no. Mm-mm. Toshiro Mifune. What? Toshiro Mifune. That's how I would say it. I'm probably wrong. You're probably wrong. But that's how I'm saying it. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. When he first came in, I was like, who the fuck is this drunk guy with a fucking diaper? <laughs> like, running around. I know, it was like and then, bad. And then, you know, he shows himself to be this, skier, this skilled, but damaged warrior he's claiming to be a samurai and he's carrying around the scroll that's a child you know so obviously he's not who he says he is but like 
most of the stuff that he did, he's so charismatic, he's so crazy, he has that dope-ass monologue when, um, when the samurai are upset about when they found out what the farmers had previously done, and he's talking about, like, like, fuck that, like, that's where I come from, we did the same fucking thing, so you're saying I'm not any good either just because I survived, you know, he was really good in that, yeah, uh, and then when he, like he saves the child, and like he like holds the child and breaks down because like this oh child my God. is me. He's like that's me. Yeah, that. And then him sitting on the mat, him sitting on like the burial site when he caused that guy to die, and just like how he goes just, ham later on. Like I said, he had such a great arc that he showed a lot of emotions. Mm-hmm. Some of them obviously were over the top, like the drunken, mm-hmm. all that. stuff. Or even like, he's eating the farmers ready, and he's like drill sergeanting and like. He's kind of, like, entertaining the children with yeah. his, like, outlandishness. Yeah, but it, it was in character. Yeah. And so I, I think he did a really yeah. great job. Uh, Kambe, for me, is a strong number two. He was he my was lock. He was really great. He was just so much different, too. Like, he, like I think he raised his voice once or twice yeah, the but, whole movie. But, and he, when I think of, like, samurai and that discipline and yep. everything, that's what I think of. That yeah. personality, that... Mm-hmm. Reserved calmness. He was subdued. He was perfect. He was calm. But ready he was to also fight. He had great Strategist, facial expressions. Yeah. It also was a good juxtaposition from everybody else in the movie. Like everybody else in the movie is just up to eleven, and he's like a nice, calm, cool six. And, and like that's why I like to live my life. Yeah. Right. As as a calm, cool six. So yeah, he was originally my like ride or die, and then uh, Kigocho. Um, Who? Who are you talking about? You know who I'm talking about. Who? Uh, was, you know, just started getting, like, more and more of the attention as, as the film ran on. But, um, like I said, I liked uh, Gorobe. I liked, um, I liked Kyozo, who was also great. Like, again, totally different. Barely spoke. He ran. Stone-faced. So skilled. Just ran around a lot. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I, they were distinct. They all did a really well, uh, a good job. Um, Can't wait to have the same dialogue when we talk about Coyote Ugly. <laughs> so, I'm just kidding. So, question. So, in A Bug's Life, is Dennis Leary supposed to be Kikocho? Yes. Yeah? Yeah, because that's, yeah. Let's be fair. Hi, Mick Skorobe. They're both, <laughs> they're both the short, fat little. Yes, accurate. Accurate. Also, it didn't help that in the middle of the movie, Gorobe was talking about his wings. Um, My wings. We're not watching Coyote Ugly. Ever. Okay. Ever. Cool. Can't wait to get it as a gift for one of our listeners. People are terrible. Email me, marriedwithmovies at gmail.com for our address. You don't check our phone. I do. It's on my phone. Good for you. What else on the Seven Samurai? Why'd you take it off my phone? I didn't do anything to your phone. Real quick, just because our fans would be uh, disappointed if I didn't do this. Let me quickly try to read as fast as I can the actors' names and samurai names. Takashi Shimura is Kambe Shimada. Yoshio <laughs> Inaba is Gorabe Katayama. Daisuke Kato is Sichiroji. That's the Andrew Dice Clay. That's how you say it. It's Daisuke. There's a, there's a uh, fucking baseball player. I used to say it is Daisuke. It is Daisuke. Saiji Miyaguchi is Kyozo. Minoru Chikaki is Hayahachi Hayashida. Iyaso Kamara is Katsuyo- Kat- Katsushiro Okamoto. 
uh, Yoshio <laughs> Shishaya is Rikichi. Bokuzen Hadari is Yohei. Yukiko Shimazaki. Kamatari Fujiwara. Kiko Sushima. Kuku Tenkudu. <laughs> I'm trying here, people. Yoshio Koji. Shinpei Takaji. Hiroyo Nakajima. E yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> How do you say this? Which one? The E one. Which one? The E one. The one that starts with an E. Ijiro Tano. He's just Ijiro Tano. Atuchi Watanabe. Tetsuya Nakadai. Jun Tatara. Shichio Sakai. Takashi Siki. Man. I used to be so much worse at that. Can you imagine how bad I used to be at that? I know how bad you used to God. be. God. You're terrible. I know. So I guess you don't want to move to Japan. No. No. Couldn't learn the language. No. Nope. I, like, every time I watch a foreign film, I, and, like, even same thing at work. Like, cause I have people at work that speak Spanish, Portuguese, um, a little, uh, a little Italian every now and then. Um, we have a couple customers speak Italian and Sandy speaks it. But, um, and, like, I try to listen, so, like, I know certain phrases, and I'm like, nope. I know same a thing, Portuguese. Same thing with this. I'm like, I'm like, okay, for three hours, I should hear things, and the only thing I know is that hi is yes. And I'm like, that's all I got. I, I can speak a little Portuguese. I, speak, I can speak Spanish. Mm -hmm. Much no, better than you. No one cares. <laughs> We're talking that was rude. <laughs> speak a little French. Do some French. My family speaks a little French. My grandmother speaks French. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'm good. I speak English. To other languages. You're a heathen. Yeah. Damn right. Do you know Willow Smith? Why are we talking about Willow Smith right now? Because it came up on my thing. Don't she, be fucking on your news feed when recording. She equally loves men and women and believes in polyamory relationships. Okay. Cool. She it was, was she in Seven Samurai? She could have been. Fuck her. She's going to be in the remake. What? I bet you they're going to remake it again. And they're going to have Willow Smith. What are you talking about? And Willow Smith. And Jaden Smith. You say Willow Smith twice? No, Will and Willow. Uh-huh. And Jaden. Uh, why am I even entertaining this? I don't know. Why haven't you told me to shut up? Shut up. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what turns you off? No. God. I wish. If only you knew that secret, huh? Anything else on Seven Samurai? No, it was good. I agree. Why are you so shocked? Like. I'm shocked you liked it. I didn't say I loved it. I said it was good. How could you not think it was good? You normally don't have an appreciation for these type of things. You made me sound like you're just that. like it, you're just like oh, it was long and I had to read four, and it's like well, and I'm yeah. the heathen. Yeah, that's an accurate comment I would make. Um, no, but I mean it was good. It, I enjoyed it more than like good, the bad, and the ugly, which I think you did too. Oh, what you doing? Get off your fucking text messages. Discord. No one gives a fuck. Can you keep your top on there, lady? My strap keeps rolling down. It's not my fault. Score time. You're getting me agitated. What are you giving? Seven Samurai. Well, it was really long. And I did have to read. Um, so that deduct deducts a little points. Like, it could have been more succinct. It could have been tighter. 
Um, but it was good. I liked the story, the fundamentals, I some of the acting. I'm going to give this movie, and I can only give whole or halves, no quarters. Yes. We've only been doing this. <laughs> 250 episodes. I get you. I get telling Andrew Zengri it every year. You know. Maybe it's just a gag Andrew and I have going that we ask you every time. You both make me gag. Hey, something for everybody. Um, sure fucking give score. Give it an eight and a half. Eight and a half? Good Lord. I liked it. It's a classic movie. I did like it. I would have like lost so much money on that. Why didn't we make a bet? I'm, I'm giving it an eight. Really? Yeah. I'm shocked you gave it a higher score than I did. I liked it. I liked the story. I liked it. I thought it was great. I mean, it was good napping material and everything. Oh, my God. Just kidding. What? You drive me. I can't give it something a good score without you giving me so much shit. I, give I can't you... give something a bad score without you giving no. me shit. I could give you a 20-question test about this movie. And you would probably fail it. You'd fail coming up with 20 questions about this movie. Really? Okay. No, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> not right now. I will literally sit and write it. No. And then I will go cross-eyed spelling the names. So an 8.25 for 7 Samurai. Sure. I think that's good. Yeah. I agree. I mean, it's got like an 8.6 on IMDb, so yeah, it's about, about accurate, about right. So, so I'm more in line with... I'll stab you in the foot with this pen. Please don't do that. I would love to, but I won't. So... That's episode 250. Episode 250 in the books. Episode 300 Ooh. will be coming up uh, next year. Oh. If Samantha lives through turning I her cr- neck I one direction. I cracked my neck and it... Cracked funny. Uh, episode 300 will be, just to confirm, a movie I have never seen. Just oh like I haven't here. Normally that's why we don't own them because I haven't oh seen God, them. Please. Which doesn't mean eventually we're going to run into things like that like we just don't like. But like we just don't own them. We are going to be watching, you might have actually seen it before, the film City of God. Came out in 2002. Oh yeah, I know what that's about. I haven't uh, seen it. I believe I it's things. a French film. Sure, you know who's seen that movie? What? My mom. Yeah, probably. It's foreign Very film. famous, very famous, uh, nominated for multiple Oscars, Fernando Miliares. Oh, I, we're, start, we're starting the bet on How the next said, episode? How uh, you said his name? We're starting, he also we're starting, directed Constant We're starting the bet on the next episode? Yeah, we don't have to do this till 300, though. God damn it. <laughs> so we'll see what winds up there. So that'll be episode 300. You are locking in your pick uh, for the no, no, reading no. bet. You're not doing Harry Potter. Maybe. Are you Are you doing Major League? I don't know. It depends on what you're doing. You are so... Well, let's, let's, let, well I was only going to do that in reaction to you doing Major League. Uh, let, me, let, me, let me dwell on it. Let me think on it. Those aren't as high as stakes, because you really don't want to watch Child's Play. I really don't. And, and I, I really love want Major to do Beverly Hills. Yeah, like, you I like Major, Major League. League. And, like, I don't mind the Harry Potter movies. You've only ever seen three of them. We literally... Do you have a fucking brain that holds <laughs> memories? I know we've seen them all together. I know. But you say these things, and then I, I have to things. respond. I say a lot. Just Save to piss face. you off. You know that, right? 
But then if I don't you respond, everyone's like, oh my god, he'll be watching. Just like, you kid. never finish all the books. I didn't finish the last fucking book. Well, oh my god, string me up by my toenails and beat me to death. If you had any toenails left, I would. <sighs> I, I, I don't know how I'm going to make it out 250 episodes with you. That's really mean. Good. It'll take us another five years to do it. I'll probably kill you before then. I hear you. What is your, are you? Are you picking Harry Potter? No, I don't know. I said, let me think about it till the next episode. We said we were going to set it up right uh, here. Right now. What are you picking? I don't know. <laughs> You're such a dick. We should have it be a series we don't own. Okay. All right. So... Thank you. So we'll, we'll hold it till next week's episode. We'll do some research. We'll figure. Well, no, because I don't want to encourage you buying more shit. Let's just do it. No, we're not going to encourage. No, we're not going to buy anything. Like remember, I didn't buy Child's Play. I lost Good, the bet. You better not. Ever I know. Not. Trust. As soon as it's on sale on Black Friday, I'm buying it. Though. No, you're not. That's not fair. That's not fair because then that's putting it into our queue anyway. That's coming out of the box. It could never come. No, out of the box. that's ridiculous. That's not fair. We should fine, never own those fine, movies. Fine, 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 fine. You're just saying that. I won't do it. I'll be a man of my word. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married with Movies, episode 250. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'd like to say if you guys weren't listening, we wouldn't be doing this, but we probably still would be. Um, Yeah, because it forces you to spend time with me. Yep. But at least we know that you are listening, and we appreciate you guys and your comments and your your laughter and your patronage, patreon.com slash arcadeaudio, subscribing to us. Wherever you get your podcast. Uh, first time we're recording since this news has kind of hit. Um, but uh, shout out to all of you who wanted to go back and listen to some of our very old episodes over the past five years. Our host site just recently updated the feed information. So now it's not the last hundred episodes that's available on our podcast sites. It's the past 300 episodes, which means the entire Married of Movies catalog is now available for your listening pleasure. Well, that's great. Why didn't you tell me that? I thought, I thought you may have overheard when Rich mentioned it the other night. I don't listen to you. Yes, yes. I overheard Rich telling you something when you were recording with your fucking headphones in. So, I know I've had multiple people that have gone back and listened to very early on episodes. I apologize for them listening to those. I've but gotten much better. She has. You can go back and listen to the entire Married Movies history now. Uh, do it now, because in the next year, some of them will, because it only holds 300 episodes, no longer be available. So get in there now while you can and listen to all those. Oh. Hit us up, marriedmovies at gmail.com, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. Twitter, Married W Movies. Yes, correct. Anything else? No. Anything else from you? Nope. I'm just looking through film franchises now. Trying to decide Fantastic. what it's going to be. Can't wait to I, find out. Oh, I know what I'm doing. You do? I've got mine. Okay. Well, It's franchises, right? Worst, if we own one, worst movie franchises. But if we own like one, it's okay. We'll just buy the rest, right? The, I mean... We'll talk about it off air. Sure. We'll talk about it off air. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out. For Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies.
Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.